Hey, young world. It's your favorite host who always puts extra jelly on his toast. That's right. My name is Vernon, famous Vernon, and you're listening to the podcast, I Want to Be Famous, where I show you how to go from ordinary to extraordinary. Every week, I'm here to drop gems and drop jewels. Uh, Stories about people who are doing it so you can go out and do it too. And so every week, I'll be here giving you what it takes, showing you what it takes to live your dream, to do your thing. And I'm so thankful to have you here on this special day. You could be anywhere else in the world, but you decided to be here with me. And uh, this one's um, bittersweet, man. It's been a long week. If you follow the podcast, you know, last week, I just decided that (laughs) I wasn't going to record anything. I was going to take the week off. I deserve that. I think the world deserved a break. Um, I thought I would come here today and not give you anything um, specific in terms of what uh you know like we typically do and i thought i'd take this opportunity to just come from the heart and share kind of some of the things that i'm feeling some of the things that are on my mind and uh hope that somebody somewhere can get some understanding somebody can get some healing somebody can get some um just just help the world right now because we're in a place where we need leaders we need better decisions being made we need people to listen you know and if you are an ally from where i sit being a black man in america uh, a black person (laughs) not not necessarily just a black man uh black women black children everybody um that carries the burden of being black in America is it can be difficult sometimes and uh it's been especially heavy these last you know two weeks still heavy you know still heavy and with that I wanted to share maybe some insights on what's working for me uh as you know a a a black person in a in a in a in a white society in a in a society that continually tells me that i am not worthy um that i am a um secondary citizen uh a country that continues to despite what we say in the constitution deprives me and people who look like me, the rights that I've been um, granted, the rights of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, those things just don't exist. Um, and as far as I'm concerned, they've never existed for black people in this country for the last 500 years. And so we get to a place where we kind of keep reliving this situation over and over and over and over again it's like a loop that gets played and a soundtrack that continues on repeat and you always hope that it's just not somebody that you know 
you know, and that doesn't make it easier, right? Just because, you know, we don't know these people doesn't mean that we don't feel their pain because they are our brothers and sisters. We may not know them personally, but they are our family. They look like us, and it's painful to watch. I personally refuse to watch um, any uh, of the video. I mean, I saw pictures, and they've been floating around social media, and I refuse to just watch, just live to to, to watch that experience. Uh, Joseph Solomon had a really good piece on this, and he talked about who's who gets the ability to see someone in their last hours, their last breath. You know, is that moment reserved for the public to be on display, or is that only reserved for the you know people who the family who gets to determine that? And um, after watching the Ahmad Aubrey murder, I just couldn't fucking take it anymore. Um, I just couldn't, man. I, I, I said enough is enough. Uh, I, this is traumatizing. No way. And so I wanted to share some 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 insights for the people who in the audience that, you know, look like me, may look like me, uh, and share some things that I've been doing to help me uh, make sense of all this and kind of find a silver lining if there is such a thing, which there may not even be, right? Um, You know, mental health is very important. I think it's important to uh, take breaks from social media. I think it's important to, uh, especially now, because all you're seeing is loops. You're seeing loops of protests. You're seeing loops of, uh, you know, this man's life being lost. You're seeing loops of hatred, you're seeing symbols of hatred, you're seeing tweets of hatred, you're seeing a lot of stuff that um, isn't healthy, you know, psychologically for you to, you know, there's a lot of probably PTSD wrapped into that. I'm not a um, uh, practicing therapist or psychologist. Please consult those people if you need that kind of advice or help. But I'm saying for my own well-being, I just said I need a break from the feeds. I haven't been on Instagram in two weeks. Um, I check Facebook every now and again. Even that is kind of just like, ah, you know. And so I just want to say, uh, if you haven't done it already, it's probably uh, within your best interest to just take a break uh, from all of that if you can. Um, and in the news, I I I don't even watch the news. I just. I personally just look up what I need to find for that day, like the weather or what's going on for a specific thing. I don't, I stopped watching the news years ago, so I don't watch the news. Um, so those are two things that I think you can do. If you don't journal, if you're not into, uh, if you don't, if you don't go to church, if you don't believe in a higher power, um, find something, whether that's a friend or whether that is, um, you know, if, if, whether that's something that, just something that you can confide in or lean on, right? Because, you know, I believe in a higher power. Um, doesn't mean I'm religious. Uh, I've taken methodologies and philosophies from different religions, and I've made what I thought fit for me part of my own. Uh, so I practice meditation, I, I practice journaling, you know, sitting in silence, prayer, 
and you know those things all are you know really good to be able to lean on in a time like this not telling anybody to go do something that they don't want to do just you know that could it could be helpful uh so that's just something that you know I, that's been working for me um that's worked for me uh, throughout you know the last couple of years of my life when things have just gotten heavy and I felt like I couldn't take anymore. I want to shift the conversation now to allyship, you know, because I've, I, I grew up in a community that was predominantly white. Um, I went to a high school that was, I'd say we had a pretty good balance, but it was still probably more white than it was like a minority um, and so a lot of my friends, people I grew up with, colleagues have reached out and said, well, are you okay? That was the first thing. And, you know, initially I was upset because I was like, well, why are you, why are you asking now? Right? Like, what about all the people that came before? What about, and so my first reaction was to come from a place of anger and frustration and I believe I'm rightfully entitled to experience those emotions and feelings. Um, you know, and then I, 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 you know, once I was able to collect my thoughts and emotions and I don't, ex first of all, I don't expect everybody to feel the same way I feel or think the way I think, disclaimer, right? Everybody's going to deal with this differently. But I looked at it in the context of, okay, if this is genuine, which I think it is, and, you know, there's real you know, allyship here. There's people that want to take a stand um, and they want to be of service and they want to, um, you know, help. How how can I, as, as shitty as it is, that I have to live this and then I have to actually go to the, the, the people that look like the people that are creating this situation for me and this problem for me and my family and my community and help them understand seems quite preposterous, right? Um, it seems really outlandish. And, you know, even even though, even though with all of that, I decided that, hey, if this is an opportunity for people to listen and they want to hear and they're, they're open to it, this is the best time to educate people. If there was ever a, a time to educate, uh, you know, my my white friends, you know, my white colleagues out there, uh, you know, people who don't identify as POC, what this experience is like, there has never been a better time than now. So um, I'm rocking the T-shirt, the, the company T. You know, I sat down with the leadership team at my company. I um, reached, I, I, I've had some conversations with friends. You know, I've vented my frustrations and I've tried to articulate in the best way that I see possible without shaming anyone or saying you're wrong or you're because you can do that all day. But I don't think that helps you get your point across. But in a way that people can understand and feel what I have, you know, you, you'll never understand what it's like to be black if in America unless you're black in America. Let's just say that. Two is, you know, the I, I tried to the best way I could, and it sucks to have to, like, condense all of that down into, like, a way that's digestible for somebody else. 
Um, and no, I don't expect anyone to do that, but that's what I felt that I needed to do. And, um, and, and I think the thing that I keep going back to, right. I'm speaking to all my, my, my wife, my wife friends out there, you know, um, it's not so much about what you say and it's a lot much more about what you do, you know, if you are authentic in your approach and I don't expect everybody to, you know, I know that everybody's not an ally. I know that there's some people that say, look, I'm, I don't stand for this. You know, I'm, I'm pro this and I don't, I'm not down with black lives matter. I don't, I don't care. I don't believe what you're saying. I don't. And to those people, you know what I'm saying? Like, do your thing but we we can't be friends i can't be associated with you and you know you know stay over on that side i'm gonna stay over here you know that's just the way i see it right because um there are people that are really hurt by this there are people that you know it's it's really really frustrating when you hear things like all lives matter you know it's really frustrating when you hear things like you know, black people need to have more, you know, they need, they need to have more fathers in their house or they need to pull themselves up by their bootstraps. If you check the facts, which if you're an intelligent person, um, and I think you are, then you will see that we never had bootstraps to pull ourselves up. You know, the fathers that we do have have been murdered by the police or put in jail and, you know, the the system is just not set up for us it's a systemic problem what you're seeing is a you know with george floyd and this stuff that's been happening with the police is just one small piece of the puzzle because when you look at you know companies right look at the leadership in the company do you see black ceos you can count the number of black ceos of fortune 500 companies there's four four right when you look at the, uh, you know, the new Jim Crow, right, as it's been called, the, you know, prison, the, the, the what do they call it, the, the prison pipeline, you know, or the mass incarceration, right, that happened from the crime bill, um, that happened from, you know, people that have carried the same amount of cocaine, uh, in the form of, you know, crack, got a higher sentence, right? Minimum mandatory sentencing, three strikes. When you look at all this stuff, you can't be oblivious. You can't look at the facts and say, you know what? Black people, they just, they don't got their stuff together, man. They're just, they don't have it figured out. It's actually that the system has been built um, to set us up for failure was never in our favor to win there's a great video online that talks about it's it's actually a it's a great depiction of what this looks like so you know a lot of people think that we all have a head we all have a head start because we we come from america right like you live in america the american dream but the reality is everybody doesn't have the same head start. And there's a great video. It's called like something like the head starter who gets a head starter. I'm probably 
butchering the title, right? But if you go to YouTube and type in like the Head Start video, um, we all don't have a head start, the same head start. You will see this actually depicted and there's this coach. I love this because I'm a sports fanatic and I grew up playing football and lacrosse. And he says, you know, if you um, had both parents in your household, step forward. You know, if if you didn't have to pay for your college, step another step forward. You know, if you never got stopped by the police and had to show ID or anything like that, step forward. So like when you, by the time you get done looking at this, you know, you look back and all the kids that are in the back are, um, are, are black kids and, and Latin kids. And, you know, you, you, you're wondering, wow, this is actually what it's like, right? For the first time, I think people really get to get to see what it's like without even arguing, just like looking at the facts and, and that's the world that we find ourselves in today. So um, let's talk about solutions, right? So if you are an ally and if you do take a stand for Black Lives Matter, if you do take a stand for inequality, if you do take a stand for the world being a better place and being on the right side of history, you have to listen, right? You have to listen. You have to, have to, have to listen because this isn't about you. This isn't about your feelings. This isn't about your discomfort that you that you have to confront when you have these conversations. Welcome to our world. We have discomfort all of the time. Uh, it is about you listening in. You know, you have two ears and one mouth. God gave you, or the Creator, or whatever you believe, gave you two ears and one mouth. So you should listen twice as much as you talk, right? And the other thing here is that when you listen you'll you 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 must listen empathetically not from your head but from your heart right this isn't a cerebral thing that you have to figure out this is something that you feel right these are people's lives that are being lost these are families that are being impacted for generations right can't even create wealth don't even have an opportunity to win because they've never had the opportunity to win so when your microaggressions come up, if you don't know what that is, it's a great book called White Fragility by D'Angelo. Um, there's also a tons of great books out there. New Jim Crow, um, Tanishi Coates, great author, has put some great stuff out. There's resources out here that you can learn, right? So when I say listen, I don't mean just like listen to people talk in conversation. I mean actually do your research just like you would if you were looking for a job, just like you would if you were trying to um, figure out how to learn a new skill. That's the same level of intensity that you have to have if you are an ally to understand or try to understand because you'll never be able to understand what we are experiencing in this country and what we have for the last 500 years. And what you will find is irrefutable evidence that supports you know, that black people have just been screwed from the beginning. Just like we don't just that's just the facts. Right. So the other thing is, um, you know, when you hear racist comments behind closed doors, because that's usually where you're hearing them, because no one's going to drop the end bomb when I'm in the room if they don't know me. And if they do know me, they are probably not going to drop it anyway, because that's not how I roll. Um, and so 
when you hear things like that or when you hear, oh, black people are just trash or any of this stuff, right? It's your job to take a stand and say, hold on, let me pull you aside and check you really quick because what you just said is inappropriate, it's wrong, and I'm going to call you out on your on your shit for it, right? You have to be willing to do that in any space, whether that's your family, whether that's your boss, and yet, you know what? It's uncomfortable, right? You could potentially be like losing something, right? But think about all the stuff that we've lost. Think about all the pain and discomfort that we've had to deal with and understand that that this is never going to change. Your kids are going to relive this. My kids are going to relive this. Everybody has the potential to keep reliving the same um, pattern if it doesn't stop now, if we don't address these things right now, because now is the time, right? I remember when I was growing up, people used to say, oh, well, when you get older, you won't have to deal with racism. Racism will be gone. Well, guess what? It's 2020 and it's still here. And it's going to take a lot of us standing tall. It's going to take a lot of us calling people out on their shit companies any of that right and you can see through it right you can see through the companies that are like oh we're we support black lives matter well hmm, let's look at your board of directors let's look at your management team let's look at your executive team it looks like you don't have any black people on your executive team management team or your board so i guess we you actually don't actually support black lives matter you're just saving face Hmm. And then you got a problem. So you don't want to be that type of person. You want to be the person who um, takes action. You want to be the person who or the company too, that um, puts your money where your mouth is. Right. Are you hiring people that are black? Are you investing resources in black communities? What are you doing that is not just posting a thing on social media saying we support Black Lives Matter? Because be honest, nobody gives a shit about that. That's just the facts. Third thing is that if you are an ally, this is a lifelong journey, right? Um, this is a commitment, and it's a big commitment. It's a tall order. I get that, right? But, you know, I love Gandhi's quote. He said, be the change that you wish to see in the world. And we are at a very critical time in human evolution, in human consciousness, in technology, in uh, in the in the evolution of human dynamics and race and all these things have come to a head in in the middle of this pandemic or hopefully at the end of this pandemic as we're exiting out of it uh, as as you know we're coming through into uh, mid June here 2020 you know we have to be more vocal about shit that matters right and i don't care about your political affiliation i don't care about um you know where you come from or what you have or it it's it's so much more about standing up for what is right you know if society loses its moral obligation to humans right you do not have a just society. You do not have people operating from a space of, 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 of real um, um, empathy, right? And, and real love and real consciousness and 
we have to start doing that. We have to start living from a place where we're not afraid to live and stand up for what we believe in. Because the fact of the matter and the reality is, is if not you, if not me, then who? If not you, if not me, then who? Because it's always, you know, getting pushed down to the next generation, right? That's why we, we keep having to relive these moments. And my hope is that you will do those three things if you consider yourself an ally. That you will educate yourself. You will listen, right? You will call a spade a spade. When you see uh, racism, when you see people doing shady stuff, when you see them not hiring people that are minorities, specifically black people, um, and you see shady stuff going on behind closed doors, you call it as you see it, and you call people out, and you're not scared, and you take a stand, and you commit to the journey, right? It's not an easy one, and... It takes, right, a lot, but what else matters, right? At the end of the day, if we can't stand up for human beings, if we can't stand up for, you know, people that have built this country from the ground up and have received squat, a penance in return, um, then why why are we here, right? Everything revolves around doing the right thing right if you weren't taught that now's a good time to learn this is about doing the right thing it's a moral imperative and it's important that we get this right um that is all i have to say my friends i appreciate you taking the time i know this has been a rant and i hope that you take something away from this valuable because i believe that we get the change we get to be the change as Gandhi said, we get to be the change that we wish to see in the world. And there's never been a time in the history of humanity to step up. <laughs>